Yes, I'm yes, on, on the winning side. side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Good afternoon and welcome. Thank you for joining us today on The Winning Side broadcast. I'm Brother Nathan here filling in for Pastor and it's Thursday today, May the 27th. I hope you're having a great day uh, today, and I hope that today our broadcast will be a blessing to you. I do want to wish a happy birthday today uh, to two individuals. The first is Brother Charles Bryant, turning 50 years old today. Happy birthday to you, Brother Charles. And then Anthony Green, happy birthday to you as well. Hope you both have a very special day today. Let's continue to pray for our country, the United States of America. We live in the greatest country on earth. Let's continue to pray for our country. And then let's continue to pray for Israel and everything going on over there uh, in the Middle East. Continue to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. I have a song that I'd like for us to start the broadcast with today. And it has to do with our word of the day. Now, if you remember, on Tuesday, we had the word countenance. That's our facial expression. And then on Wednesday, we had the word yesterday was faithful. And so uh, those two words, I hope that was a blessing to you. Uh, definitely was a challenge to me. And now we have a new word today, and I'll reveal that uh, to us after we hear this song. It does have something to do with the song, so pay attention to the words. I hope it's a blessing to you. This song is to count for Jesus, sung by the Millennial Quartet. Give a listen and we'll be right back after this song. Not of 
powerful song that is. I love that song. First time I heard it, I think it was, uh, I was a couple years into Bible college and heard that song for the first time. And uh, what a powerful message and uh, convicting. I hope that we would challenge ourselves and, and be challenged by the song today to count for Jesus. I want my life to count for Him. Now today, uh, going uh, along with that, that song there is the word invest. That is our word of the day, invest. And as we can, uh, are starting to talk about this word, let's take our Bibles today to 2 Chronicles chapter 25. We're going to read a short passage here uh, about King Amaziah. King Amaziah did something here and, and uh, relating to our investments. And so we're going to take a look uh, today at 2 Chronicles chapter 25. And once you've found that chapter in verse 6, we'll start reading and go down to verse 9. The Bible says he, Amaziah, he was the king of uh, Judah at the time here. He's getting ready for battle. He's getting his troops together. And then after he's gotten uh, his uh, troops together, his army together, we see in verse 6, he hired also an hundred thousand mighty men of valor out of Israel for an hundred talents of silver. That's an investment, okay? But, in verse 7, there's an issue here. But there came a man of God to him, saying, O king, let not the army of Israel go with thee, for the Lord is not with Israel, to wit, with all the children of Ephraim. But if thou wilt go, do it. Be strong for the battle. God shall make thee fall before the enemy. For God hath power to help and to cast down. In verse 9 it says, And Amaziah said to the man of God, But what shall we do for the hundred talents which I have given to the army of Israel? And the man of God answered, The Lord is able to give thee much more than this. I don't even know if I need to explain any of that. that it's just powerful just reading that. Amazing. We have an investment that Amaziah uh, did here. He hired 100,000 troops out of Israel. Now Israel at this time, uh, the, the, the northern kingdom here, the, the ten tribes of Israel, they are uh, not right with the Lord. They've turned their back on God. They've, they've gone to idolatry. Now Amaziah, he's doing okay. The Bible says here in, in uh, verse 2 of the same chapter, he did that which was right in the sight of the Lord, but not with the perfect heart. 
I think one of the errors of his judgment was investing this 100 uh, talents here, um, th this uh, 100 talents of silver for the 100,000 soldiers um, because Israel was not right with the Lord at the time. So now we have uh, this predicament and the man of God says, hey, you can go, but the Lord's going to make you to fail if you bring those, uh, the, the army of Israel with you. And so Amaziah is in the straight betwixt too. Well, what about the money that I've invested, that I've hired these, uh, this army? What's going to happen to that? And, and uh, then we, we find there the answer that the man of God gives. The Lord is able to give thee much more than this. We're talking about investments today. Investing our time, our talent. And uh, just for uh, a matter of giving a definition here, the word invest means to use, give, or devote as for a purpose. And now as we look at this word invest, may I ask you, how are we investing our lives? How are we investing our time, our talent? How are we investing our money? Now Amaziah thought that he had just lost out on the hundred talents, and he really did. He invested it in a wrong thing. Uh, but yet God promises that he's going to uh, pay him back much more than this if he would just follow and obey him. And so uh, I'd like to go to a new passage of Scripture, and we're going to the New Testament now. In Philippians chapter 3, and verses 7 through 10, I, I want to read this to you as well. We're, we're going to the Apostle Paul. Now we understand that the Apostle Paul, uh, before he was Paul, he was Saul. And uh, he invested, literally, he invested his life. He was all in to casting Christians in prison. Uh, he was responsible for the murder of Christians. He was responsible for instilling fear in the lives of Christians because he hated Christianity. Now, uh, we know that God turned his life around and, and uh, he accepted Christ and, and had that experience there on the road uh, to Damascus. Um, but let's, let's go ahead and, and see what the Apostle Paul has to say in Philippians chapter 3, verse 7. It says, But what things were gained to me, those I counted loss for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ, and be found in Him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith, that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection. The Apostle Paul understood here, hey, if I'm going to live for Christ, I'm going to have to count some things but loss. I'm going to have to count them as dung, he says. And there are some things that, that maybe you have invested your life in, maybe many years into, but yet you're recognizing now that that was not for Christ. Uh, actually, that was for the exact opposite. That was for myself, and, and uh, I, I don't want to have to have a part of that anymore. And Sometimes we just need to cut it off from our life. We need to invest our lives today in what God has given us in this moment today. Let's invest in the things of Christ, that I may win Christ and be found in Him, not having my own righteousness, uh, the Apostle Paul says. As we continue in that chapter in verse 14, he continues to say, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, He's focused. He says, forgetting those things which are behind, just forget about them, cut them off, and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark 
for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Now, I don't know of anyone else who is more invested uh, after uh, he was uh, most invested in fighting against the cause of Christ, but then after he got saved, uh, he, was, he was fully, I mean, he jumped all in to living for Christ. May we be challenged by that uh, today, that, that we would count for Christ, that our lives, the time that God has given us today in this moment, may we make it count for Him. Maybe there's some things that we've invested in in the past that we're going to have to count as loss. But let's look forward and, and let's forget about those things which are behind and let's press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling uh, of, uh, I'm going to misquote it here, the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. We must learn to invest in what matters most. I'm not saying it's not hard to cut those ties, but we must do it to live for Christ. And so I don't know what that is in your life today. I don't know what you have to just cut off and say, you know what, I'm just going to count it lost and I'm gonna, so that I can gain Christ and so that I can please Him with my life. But my challenge to you today is this. I, I think there's uh, two things uh, prominently that we can invest in with the time and the, uh, the resources that God has blessed us with. Number one, we can invest in the work of Christ. That's, uh, that's being faithful uh, in uh, our tithes and offerings. That's financially. That's being faithful to church and making sure we uh, devote and invest our time in the place it should go. That's, that's investing our efforts and, uh, and uh, uh, working in the ministry for the work of Christ. Uh, I think specifically of the Christian school that God has blessed us with, and I'm so excited uh, to, to see that get up and running here in August for the new school year. But uh, th those are things that we can invest in. Those are things that, that we can do and say, Lord, I want to further the cause of Christ. Lord, I want my life to count for you. And so I'm just going to jump in, and I'm going to make sure that I'm aware of what I can invest in so that I can receive eternal blessings and not just temporal and then, not only the work of Christ, but I think we could also invest, and this, this, is, this is me as a youth pastor, we can invest in the next generation. Who's going to take the mantle? Who's going to take the baton when we're off the scene? What are we going to do to invest in the next generation? How are we going to instruct them? How are we going to teach them and to lead them and show them, hey, by example, by our example, this is how you count for Christ. This is how you can live your life for Christ. Hey, it's much better than the world could ever offer you, teenager. And so let's, let's show them and let's teach them what it means to count for Christ by our example. So let's learn to invest. That's the word of the day today. Uh, let's learn to invest our time, our talents, our money, whatever we have, whatever God has blessed us with. Let's use it for the cause of Christ, to use, give, or devote as for a purpose. Let's let our lives count for Christ. Let's invest in the things eternal. God bless you, and I hope you have a great day today. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ.
If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.